Tit for Tat from West African Folk Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Lucy Burgoyne. West African Folk Tales by William H. Barker. Chapter 6 Tit for Tat. There had been a great famine in the land for many months. Meat had become so scarce that only the rich chiefs had enough money to buy it. The poor people were starving. Anasi and his family were in a miserable state. One day Anasi's eldest son, Quickerson, to his great joy, discovered a place in the forest where there were still many animals. Knowing his father's wicked ways, Quicku told him nothing of the matter. Anasi, however, speedily discovered that Quicky was returning loaded, day after day, to the village. There he was able to sell meat at a good price to the hungry villagers. Anasi immediately wanted to know the secret, but his son wisely refused to tell him. The old man determined to find out by a trick. Slipping into his son's room one night, when he was fast asleep, he cut a tiny hole in the corner of the bag, which Quickie also carried into the forest. Anansi then put a quantity of ashes into the bag and replaced it where he had found it. Next morning, as Quickie set out for the forest, he threw the bag, as usual, over his shoulder. Unknown to him, at each step, the ashes were sprinkled on the ground. Consequently, when Anasi set out an hour later, he was easily able to follow his son by means of the trail of ashes. He, too, arrived at the animal's home in the forest and found Quickie there before him. He immediately drove his son away, saying that, by the law of the land, the place belonged to him. Quickie saw how he had been tricked and determined to have the meat back. He accordingly went home made a tiny image and hung little bells round its neck. He then tied a long thread to its head and returned toward the hunting place. When about halfway there, he hung the image to a branch of a tree in the path and hid himself in the bushes nearby, holding the other end of the thread in his hand. The greedy father, in the meantime, had killed as many animals as he could find, being determined to become rich as speedily as possible. He then skinned them and prepared the flesh to carry it to the neighbouring villages to sell. Taking the first load, he set off for his own village. Halfway there, he came to the place where the image hung in the way. Thinking this was one of the gods, he stopped. As he approached, the image began to shake its head vigorously at him. He felt that this meant that the gods were angry. To please them, he said to the image, May I give you a little of this meat? Again the image shook its head. May I give you half of this meat? He then inquired. The head shook once more. Do you want the whole of this meat? He shouted fiercely. This time the head nodded, as if the image were well pleased. I will not give you all my meat, Anasi cried. At this the image shook in every limb, as if in a terrible temper. Anasi was so frightened that he threw the whole load on the ground and ran away. As he ran, he called back, "'Tomorrow I shall go to Ekabon, 
and you will not be able to take my meat from me there, you thief. The quickie had heard where his father intended to go next day, and set the image in his path as before. Again Anasir was obliged to leave his whole load, and again he called out the name of the place where he would go the following day. The same thing occurred, day after day, till all the animals in the wood were killed. By this time Quickison had become very rich, but his father, Anasi, was still very poor. He was obliged to go to Quickisee's house every day for food. When the famine was over, Quicky gave a great feast and invited the entire village. While all were gathered together, Quicky told the story of his father's cunning and how it had been overcome. This caused great merriment among the villagers. Anasi was so ashamed that he readily promised Quicky to refrain from his evil tricks for the future. This promise, however, he did not keep long. End of chapter.